Welcome to Fierce Fit Feminine and Other F-Words, a place where women come to learn how to improve their health, beauty, body language, and communication. My name is Christine Brunelli, and I'm your host. Today, we are talking about confident beauty. How do we exude confidence with what we've got? How do we take what we have and engage with the world around us in a way that we're not paying attention to our waistline, our butt, our face, our eyebrows, all of those things. How do we just put it all together so that when we go out in the world, we show up with confidence and effectiveness? That's what we're going to talk about today. Are you ready? Let's get started. If you've been following along and listening to episodes weekly, you noticed that we are talking about dressing for your body type, how to enhance personal image, how to present ourselves to the world, and different tips and tricks, all the way from hair to makeup. And I am all about all of that because my background is in owning a beauty salon. It's in helping women put their best foot forward. But there's a piece of that, and it's a huge piece that's mindset. So yes, I want to talk a little bit about how we can put our best foot forward, all the tips and tricks, but the number one thing you need is confidence. Confidence is what rocks everything. You can have on some crazy outfit that, you know, people would look at you walking down the street and go, wow, she can pull that off. She can rock that, right? And normally you hear someone say that, and that implies that that outfit is a little out there, right? But if whoever is wearing it is strutting down the street with her head held high, shoulders back, chin up, you know, the whole thing, she has confidence and she looks great, right? How do we capture that? How do we get there? Because if you take everything that I've been talking about for all of the previous episodes and you apply them and add the confident mindset on top of it, my girl, you are golden because that is really all you need. Last week in the previous episode, we talked about dressing for your body type, for example. And I challenged you, and I wonder if you went out and did this, I challenged you to go out and find a top, a shirt that has a neckline that matches your face shape and jewelry to complement it and all of that. Something that just makes you feel amazing, makes you feel really good. It fits you, you know, all of the things. And I talked about shape and complementing shape and how we want to create harmony and not contrast and all of those things. But let's just say that you had something in your closet that you have no idea of it, if it complements your face shape. You don't know if it's any of the criteria, meets any of the criteria that I covered, but you know you like it and you wear it anyway and you feel good in it. Girl, that is confident beauty. It doesn't matter if you don't look outstanding catwalk runway ready, if you wear it confidently, that is the secret sauce. That's what you need. I have a pair of sunglasses that are, they're enormous. They look like bug eye sunglasses. (laughs) They are enormous plastic frames. They are five times too big for my face. I love them. And you know what's funny? They're not designer sunglasses. They're like a cheap pair that I picked up on a road trip. You know, have you ever been on a trip where you're like, oh my gosh, I forgot my sunglasses and you have to buy a cheap pair. I really think these came from like a 
gas station on a, on a long four hour drive where the sun was shining and I needed something. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to take these because they're, they're the closest thing to something I would like, but they're enormous. And I ended up really liking them. They are so big on my face. I mean, really big, but I rock them because I feel good wearing them. I have confidence wearing them. Now, onlookers may look at me and go, holy cow, those are big sunglasses. And they might make a judgment like she's into high fashion, right? Because I talk about personal image and how our first impressions are being made. It's not our self-image and what we feel about ourselves, which is what I'm talking about today. It's our personal image and what we're projecting to the world. So we speak all about ourselves before we open our mouth. So when I wear these sunglasses, people may make a judgment on I'm either high fashion or I have no clue on how to style sunglasses or whatever. You know, they they make some type of judgment. My self-image wearing those glasses is strong enough to handle it because I have confidence and I walk with them in confidence. I wear them with confidence. That is confident beauty. So everything that I've taught in the last, I don't know, three, four, five previous episodes, all about tips and tricks to enhance your personal beauty, they are important because they are things that we want to know. All of us want to know, how do I get my hair to look amazing, vibrant, shiny, thick, luscious, all of that stuff? Yes, it matters. But if you're going through a period of like long COVID hair loss, you know what? There are things you can do that distract the eye from your hair and you just wear confidence over top of all of that and your hair loss isn't going to be as big of an issue. Confident beauty is something that you can learn. And that's what I want to talk about today. One of the reasons confidence is so important is because it never changes, but beauty does. Beauty changes all the time, year to year, Things change on what is considered beautiful. But let's take this back even to ancient times. If you listen to the episode about lipstick, you learned lipstick had a very checkered past. (laughs) It used to be that only, you know, red lipstick could be worn by prostitutes in Greece, right? Go listen to the episode. It's super fun. But even the idea of lip color has changed in terms of what defines beautiful lip color. How about body hair? Let's look at that. Body hair removal is rampant now. We have full-on franchises out there ripping hair out from the root so we can be a bunch of hairless cats, (laughs) right? So being hairless or not having body hair in areas where it is extremely painful to have that hair removed, right? But we do it because beauty changed and it came out and told women that Right now, to be beautiful, you need to have hair down there gone. You don't have long hair under the armpits. You remove hair from your face. Now, I am one of those girls. I told my daughter, when I'm elderly and I can't take care of myself anymore, I don't want any long chin hair. You make sure my brows are tweezed and tinted. I have no hair coming out of my chin. I don't want to scare my grandkids. (laughs) But... You know, that is something that's changed. It didn't used to be that way. Women used to have hair, right? Beauty changes. So how do we keep up 
with it. Well, it's difficult. And if you're not in the beauty world, that's where you look to someone like me who works in the beauty world that can give you like filter through the noise and give you all of the tips and tricks and keep you on top of it without you having to read all the articles, learn all the new things that are coming out and all of that stuff. The thing that never changes is mindset. Your mindset, your confidence, that right there, it can change. It can change if you're not healthy. If you are getting healthier, it changes for the better. You see, because a really well-balanced, healthy soul isn't influenced by outside things. It's not changed. It doesn't get pulled down by outside influences. It doesn't get sucked into negativity. A healthy, balanced confidence influences the world around her in a positive way. Doesn't matter what's going on in the outside world. She's rocking it. She feels it. She knows it. Now, confidence and beauty go together hand in hand. We know it. And we know it this much. Studies have shown that women who feel like they are more attractive according to current standards perform better in job interviews, perform better on the job, have better relationships. Everything about them has a higher score, let's say, than the woman who doesn't feel as attractive. That confidence gets added to her persona and she's having a better life. So how do we get you from feeling not so confident and whether that is in your makeup skills or lack of them, (laughs) all the way to body image, which by the way, I'm kind of an expert in that area. And I have so many episodes about body image and body dysmorphia. You just need to go back and find them. I know all about it, my girl. 88 to 90% of women in the United States suffer with body image issues. It's so common that every single one of us out there, you included, are in that category. There's so few people that aren't, and I don't believe they're in the United States because we are indoctrinated to believe we have to look a certain way. And so body image issue is another confidence issue. How do we get from feeling less than and not enough to feeling more than enough? That confidence to put on top of who we are so that when we step out in the world around us, whatever the world is telling us isn't going to affect our confident beauty. We are going to walk gracefully. We're going to say, you know, I know I'm not perfect and I have things to work on, but I am happy with who I am. And I know I put my best foot forward today. I did everything I could in my power to make myself look and feel fabulous. Because I am not suggesting that we go schlepping around, not brushing our hair, putting on a little zhuzh, you know, to make ourselves look good. I'm not suggesting that we walk out like bums and if we're confident, it's okay. Yes, you can be a confident bum, okay? But I'm suggesting when you combine the two, even if you don't have all the tips and tricks down yet, if you have the confidence, you're a powerhouse. That's all you need. You are instantly more of an expert in whatever field you are because you have that confidence. Wherever you work, you're an instant expert. Wherever you are influencing people, if you're a speaker, if you're a boss, if you have a position of leadership, if you wear confidence on top of whatever you put on your body, you are going to be accepted more. So how do you get there? Well, first you want to identify what are the areas that are making you not feel confident? Let's talk about that. 
I'm going to give out some, be really real here. I'm going to tell you some of the things I've done. I, years and years and years ago, I was not confident because I had one crooked tooth in my top teeth. It was one of my um, incisors. One. When someone was on my right side, I wouldn't smile with my mouth open. That is how insecure I was about that tooth. Now, cosmetic dentistry is huge, at least in the United States it is, because your smile is everything, right? Your smile is it just kind of our stamp of who we are, and we want to feel confident in our smile. So I found a cosmetic dentist who could help me fix that crooked tooth and make it so that I was proud to smile again. Now, that is why adults are wearing Invisalign. That's why we put, you know, we don't put kids in braces anymore just because they have an overbite. Sometimes we're doing it because their teeth are all cattywampus. And yes, that affects their bite, but also it's an image thing, right? What if I never went to the dentist and had that tooth fixed? Would I have been able to overcome that insecurity? That was one of my insecurities. I'll tell you a few ways that I would have been able to overcome it. A lot of praise for my smile, people telling me that I'm beautiful or someone saying, wow, your smile lights up a room. But catch this, that's external validation, not internal. You see, I would have been looking for someone on the outside to validate how I felt on the inside. Now, back when I did all this work and I had this tooth fixed so that it didn't look crooked anymore, I was really deep in body dysmorphia. I was really deep in not healed in any of these areas. Now I am, and I can speak about it unapologetically and say, yeah, I did these things because I didn't like it. And I still support you doing things to enhance your image if you don't like them. What I want you to guard yourself against is looking for outside validation to make you feel better. That is a dark hole. If you are constantly relying on other people's opinion to make you feel good about yourself, to give you confidence, that's not real confidence. Real confidence comes when you say, it doesn't matter if No one ever tells me I have a great smile. It doesn't matter if anyone compliments me because the truth is people aren't walking around thinking about you or thinking about me. They're worried about themselves. (laughs) They're not going to look at you and say, wow. I mean, how rare is it for a stranger to come up and say your smile lights up the room? It happens. And when it happens, you are floating on cloud nine. If it's ever happened to you, you know. But if it hasn't, you're normal. Because that's the norm. People don't have time or the thought life to think that all of us need all of this positive reinforcement to have this false sense of security. And that's exactly what it is, is that you are not truly confidently beautiful. You are basing your confidence on external circumstances, external validation. So what is confident beauty in this case? What could I have done? Well, I could have done everything that I knew in tips and tricks to take the attention off of my crooked tooth. 
I could have overcompensated somewhere. Maybe I could have done something with uh, drawing the eye to a belt, drawing the eye to my neckline with statement jewelry, uh, not drawing the eye to my lip color, right? There's all kinds of shape-shifting smoke and mirrors we can do to take the eye away from something that we perceive as a flaw. That's true confidence. Let me define confidence for you. According to the Oxford Dictionary, confidence is the feeling of self-assurance arriving from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities. Oxford Dictionary. Let me read that again. I'm going to make it personal. Your confidence is you having self-assurance arising from knowing and appreciating your own abilities and qualities. What is confident beauty? I played with the words and I gave my own definition. Confident beauty is the feeling of self-assurance arising from one knowing they give great attention to caring for their health and personal image. Now let me make that personal. Confident beauty is the feeling of self-assurance you get from knowing you give great attention to caring for your health and personal image. So the tooth, let's use that example, my crooked tooth from uh, 20 years ago or whatever it was. Anyway, Confidence was would have been if I didn't have it fixed cosmetically, which is still gives me a confidence, but let's just say I didn't have the means to do that. I take all the steps necessary for smoke and mirrors, for shape-shifting, for camouflaging, for distracting the eye. And I work on all areas of my health, my fitness, and other areas of confidence so that I exude that when I engage with the world around me and I'm not hyper-focused on my tooth anymore and neither is anyone else. So when we don't take the steps to improve whatever we consider a perceived flaw, which oftentimes we have things that we consider flaws that no one else sees, don't draw attention to it. That's the first mistake you can make. Don't draw attention to it. Detract from it. Do everything you can to camouflage it if you have to. Don't seek outside validation. Know that you have done everything within your power to make yourself look and feel your best. That is confident beauty. Doing everything in your power to look and feel your best. Everything within your financial means, everything within what you already have, everything that you can do to look and feel your best. That also comes from the inside out as far as diet goes, as far as nutrition goes. If your skin is sallow, yellow, maybe it's inflamed because you're drinking too much during the week. All of these little things add up. Maybe you're bloated because you are eating salt like crazy. Change it. Have the confidence to say, I don't want the side effects of all of this. I want to feel confidently beautiful. I'm going to step forward in taking all of the actions I need to, to make myself look my best, because then I will truly feel confident and feel my best. When you know that you're taking all the steps, that's when you have confidence. That is the secret. That never goes away. Think about this. Maybe it's your, let's go to body image. What area of the body are you insecure about? I know a woman who has, she needs a breast reduction. I mean, we're talking each breast is probably 15 pounds each, not even a joke. And she is not more than 5'2". And it's natural. This is just something that's happened to her. And she's a petite frame and she needs a breast reduction. She talks about it all the 
time. She wears clothing that brings attention to the size of her breast. Now it's kind of difficult to not bring attention when they're like that that size. They are large, but she's not doing anything to change what she doesn't like about it. So she is super self-conscious and hyper aware. If she were taking steps to maybe consult with a fashion consultant, an image consultant, or a physician, because honestly, it is to the point where it's creating back pain and they do breast reductions all the time for this. As a chiropractor, I can tell you that if you have upper back pain and you have very large breasts, you're gifted that way, a breast reduction does help. Now, this is not medical advice. Seek your own physician. I'm just saying that it can help upper back pain. (laughs) So that example of the large breasts, make her insecure, give her lack of confidence. She doesn't feel good about herself, but she's also not taking any steps to make herself feel good about herself. If she were doing something, exploring something like, what can I do? Even if it's a tiny baby step forward to help her feel good, maybe it's camouflaging and dressing for someone that has extra large top, right? How do I dress for my body type so that people don't pay attention to it? If she took that tiny little step, she would have more natural confidence and she would have it so that it would project when she engaged with the world around her. Instead, she's stuck in, oh my gosh, I know they're just so big. Please don't look. And she doesn't always say those words. I'm just saying that's, that's that nervous energy that she projects. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. Maybe it's your belly and you're always worried about it and you're always hiding it and you're always talking about it. But what have you done? What baby steps have you taken to figure out why and what you can do, right? That is where inner confidence comes from. We are not born with it. We develop it like a muscle and you have to continually work on saying, I have self-assurance. My confidence is self-assurance from knowing I have done everything I can and given my personal best to improve my health and personal image. If you do that, then all of the beauty trends can change 150 times and they will before the end of our time on this earth. As long as you have that self-assurance, that confidence, you will be a confident beauty. That's my message for you today. Thank you for spending this time with me. I can finally report that my education in getting my certification as a professional image consultant is done as of May 2022. I have all of the training tips and tools on top of my experience to be able to go forward and help women look and feel fabulous through their beauty, styling, body language, and communication. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you feel like it would help a friend, feel free to share it. And don't forget to hit subscribe so that you get notified the next time a new episode releases. And until then, have a fierce, fit, feminine, and fabulous day.